0: before the last. Distal towards the end. Proximal towards the beginning. as a mild English lesson today. <laughs> Thank God you came to church. <laughs> I feel so true to be at church because church is the place to be. ever been reached before you will know that church is a place to be if you have ever enjoyed any facilities that the world will have to offer anything that the world has got to give to the optimum of human satisfaction ladies and gentlemen compared with the lord you will know that church is a place to be if you have been at the crest of human pleasure or satisfaction here on earth on many grounds you know that church is still the place to be church is the place of peace church is the place of love church is the place of power church is the place of God's glory church is the ground the fortress and the bulwark work of truth glory be to god jude was where i left off on friday before the old man prayer meeting the general epistle of jude the son of jesus christ the brother of james of Jesus Christ in the flesh, literally. None of the same mother but different fathers. <laughs> if you don't believe in the supernatural conception of Jesus, then you don't believe in Christianity. Because if Jesus was consumed by the seed of man, then he was sin. That like every man was sin, so it would have been impossible for him to have been made a spotless blameless innocent worthy sacrificial love of atonement but he was so his father who must have been divine i would have had the seed of man amen and blood First Corinthians 15 and verse 50 shall not inherit the kingdom of God may I say this so you who is a Christian person John chapter 1 and verse 12 says to them that received him to them he gave the authority the privilege or what the king James his as the power to be come or be called the sons of God which were not born of the will of flesh nor the will of man nor of blood but have been born of God the Christian has lost his Adam lineage may I say something to you On what God has done for the Christian and the spirit of the Christian now possesses by virtue of the death of Christ and his resurrection, successful work of atonement, than the Christian has been admonished by the world to be. For example, it's amazing to know you have been born of God. Hallelujah. Once you were born of flesh, once you were born of blood, but now you are born of God. Born by the divine order, born after a divine life, born after, born after a divine nature. You are born of God. You lost your ugly parentage, you lost your lineage, you lost things peculiar to your lineage. Someone says i'm an evil man and an evil man is always so and so i'm an girl, an girl is so and so shut it up flesh and blood shall not inherit the kingdom of god no who's an evil man will inherit the kingdom of god no Ibado person will inherit the kingdom of god the kingdom of god is what the man born by the spirit of god are you still an Ibadogel man up till now you have been born Spirit of God, this is the meaning of being born again. Now, being born again does not speak primarily of a change in our attitudes, it speaks primarily of a change in our nature. <laughs> Hallelujah! Are you going to get a sense? Not really. I'm still trying to change that. I'll get born again very soon. And what he's saying is that he will change his mannerisms. You may change your mannerisms and still not be born again. He may come in a church and attend every service and still not be born again. When you are born again, God gives you a new nature. It's a gift of God. It is not rocks. That is why he says it is not rocks. That's any man should boast you cannot work for salvation because you can walk and be a good person. Being a good person is not being a Christian. Being a Christian is different from being a good person. There are many good people on earth who are going to hell, but the Christian has a new nature, born out of the spirit of God. Amen. Amen. I I, I want to I want to leave my bad attitude so I can get born again. Don't try. Get born again first. Your bad attitude will leave you. I I want to try to be free from the smell of the evil one so I can meet Jesus. No, meet Jesus first. He sets free and a deliverance, his deliverance, his deliverance is parma. Named, Amen. Amen. The man Jude addresses Christians. He calls them, verse one of Jude, sanctified by God the Father. Oh, oh my God! Let somebody help me print this. Sanctified. It will come to pass. It came to pass. Now just take it easy and agree with God. Whatever God calls you, agree. You don't need to argue. This is where faith comes in. God says you are a fool, say I'm a fool. If God says you are good, you are good. If God says you are black, you are black. Cause the Christian sanctified. Which means to be made holy. To be separated. To be divinely natured. these are things we only find in the churches another Christian reads this and says and says to them that shall be sanctified when they come for sanctification service the sanctification service is not as powerful as the sanctification process by redemption because I know there are several sanctification services. He shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is upon you. It's more important than coming to church to try to get power after that you have the Holy Ghost. And so, if the word of God says, for example, you are sanctified, then you are. That's what it means. First Corinthians chapter 1 verse 9. I just regret today because the word of God is so powerful. And I regret this way all the time because I know we are touching the borders of the real. Too many times when the world being able to this. Cash is unreal. Pleasures of life are unreal. Food is unreal. French in the world are real. Business is all real. Academic and are real. The only real in here on earth is God. <laughs> the things of God. First Corinthians 1:13. I'm But of him are ye, Christ Jesus, who of God is made unto us. Oh, sorry i thought i read it the words normally read because too many times i read bible this way the right way and then you look at me surprised so where did he get his own bible from let me read it the words normally read and we say amen even wrong right as we see it let me read it the words normally read but of him as ye in christ jesus who of god is made unto us wisdom brethren Jesus is made unto us wisdom. Daddy said he's going to give three hundred people here wisdom that the devil will see and run from. Amen. <laughs> Thank you, Daddy. Daddy said he's going to give the kind of wisdom to build the tabernacle in the world. Thank you, Daddy. said he will give a carpenter here a wisdom to build this kind of pipette and make two thousand dollars oh gosh daddy said Christ has been made unto you wisdom daddy cannot be saying something against what he said then we have two daddies if one daddy said he has been made to us wisdom and one other daddy has said wisdom will come choose your own daddy. do you know something that occurs to me sometime and and it's very clear the word of God is an issue of choice each time you see anything in the bible or anything that's been preached at you from this page, there are two things you can do you can say yes or no be sure you do one at a time because doing both is no. How truth is a lie, how lie is still a lie? <laughs> Hallelujah. So when you refuse to say yes to the Lord, you are saying no to him. The Lord Jesus Christ has been made unto us. Have you seen it? Whatever this means of the Lord, it means to you too, I guess. Wisdom. And righteousness. And sanctification. Hey! My God! My God! My God! And redemption. These are not things we ought to look out for. They are things the Lord Jesus has made unto us for if you have wisdom to build so here on earth and the whole world comes to see your wisdom and the to seek the wisdom of solomon but the grace of god have no envy of your wisdom because the ultimate of wisdom is the lord jesus christ and he has been made of god unto us this absolute wisdom never seek wisdom here on earth the wisdom of earth will end in the world but the wisdom of god that Christ has been made to us as a superlative, supernatural operation. Jude, get your bibles, Jude. To them who are sanctified, God has not called us to wrath. God has not called us to destruction. God has not called us to a curse. God has not called us to do. Christianity is not God's way to stampede on people who are weaklings. God has not called the weak man to be strong, but the stronger to be stronger. God has called everyone who has faith in Christ Jesus to receive the kingdom of God's best. He has called us not to love, 1 Thessalonians 5, 9, but to obtain salvation what have you obtained you have obtained salvation at <laughs> times people come into the church they're not sure who they are i love to ask christians who exactly they are i really love it and at times it looks like i'm looking for their serious trouble because most christians cannot defend their christianity I want to join my company. Find a Christian sitting That What do you have of God? What has God given you? What exactly do you have better than you had before you met Jesus? What is the change that has come to your life? What has God done? What has Redemption left you with most people just say gibberish. They go from place to place, try to place themselves. Someone says, "Well, all I notice is that things are better." What do you mean things are better? I I notice that my prayers are quick to to get responses. I've noticed that I'm getting taller. I'm not used, that i'm getting darker strange things you must have the word of god as the backup and basis for such a smell in the light of the scriptures this is who i am in christ god Word say so how do i know for example i'm born again first peter chapter one are you sure you came to church today and verse 23, 1st Peter 1 and verse 23, being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible, by the word of God, which liveth and abideth forever, the assurance of salvation is the word of God. assurance of salvation is not any church penance someone says you are born again if one two three four five in accordance with our church rules are being fulfilled in your life you are born again if the pastor sanctions you you are born again if you look so no the assurance of the christian salvation is the word of god i'm born again because the Word assures me that for having faith in christ's death for having faith in his resurrection for having faith in the fact that god raised him up from the dead to justify me and give to me eternal life i am saved for with the heart man the on the salvation with the mouth confession is made Glory to God. Jude. Jude 1. And verse 1. Sanctified by God the Father. Have you seen the word? Preserved. Have you seen the word? Preserved. God be your savior. God is able to keep you from falling. Look at yourselves. God didn't just save you. God is able to keep you from falling. Because I know many of us don't realize that the power of salvation is God's power. And we don't also realize the power to keep you saved is still God's power. You didn't save yourself. You cannot keep yourself. It was God has saved you by the grace of Christ, he's the one that keeps you by the grace of Christ. If you have been saved by grace and not by works, you are kept by grace and not by works. If it's the blood of Christ that has saved you, it's the same blood that keeps you. That's a problem most of us feel it takes so much to keep us somebody said somebody said it takes more to keep us saved than to get us saved i said goodness like them will ever told what it takes to save us is the same thing it takes to keep us think about it seriously Someone said, it takes so much to keep us saved than it is to get us saved. I said, okay, let's look but let's, let's rationalize. What does it take to get the Christian saved? What it takes to get the Christian saved is the blood of Jesus. What does it take to get the Christian? In the state of being saved, it is the blood of Jesus. What does it take to keep the Christian saved? May they steal the blood of Jesus. It's <laughs> time you are scared, you will make it. It's time you are afraid, as a child of God, Christ may come and forget you. You ridicule the work of salvation because He's the one who has saved you who is able to preserve you. Are you in church? Lord Jesus, who by his blood saved you, has what it takes within the confines of the power of this same blood to keep you. He's able to keep that which is committed to his hands until that day. Preserved. Look at my word. Set yourself, I'm preserved in Christ. Set yourself, I'm saved, number one, and then I'm preserved in Christ. I am saved and preserved in Christ. These are things that are strong faith builders. Because too many times, most of us are not sure we are saved, and those who are sure they are saved and are not sure they can be preserved. You are saved and preserved in Christ Jesus. Hebrews chapter 7 and verse 25 says, wherefore he's able to save to the uttermost that come to God by him. Wherefore he's able to save to the uttermost. One verse says he's able to save completely. One says is able to save to the full accomplishment of the end. The end is he's able to save. And the salvation of the Lord is total, it's comprehensive. You have not been saved in beach, you be saved. The salvation thing is a total work. It was completed in God's that there is nothing left. Whatsoever is left is left in the process of the fact that it's a complete work that was done at Calvary. Hallelujah. 1 3 was the point last Wednesday, last Friday. Beloved, when I gave all diligence to write unto you of the common salvation, it was needful for me to write unto you and exhort you that you should earnestly contend for the faith. Have you seen it? Contain. And this means to struggle, <inaudible> and struggle, once at this church I told you that a servant of the Lord was not fight. it is erroneous against the word of God of the child of God's strive or fight for whatsoever or whatsoever ground the servant of the lord must not doesn't say the servant of god must try to an expense says the servant of the lord must not strive second timothy chapter two you will see the category what the child of god should do verse 24 and the servant of the Lord must not strive, but be gentle unto all men, apt to teach patience, in meekness, instructing those that oppose themselves, if God per virtue will give them repentance to be acknowledging of the truth, and that they may recover themselves out of the snare of the devil, who are taken captive by him at his own will. The servant of the Lord must not strive. First Timothy chapter 3. And must be the servant of the Lord must not be a striker, the child of God must not be a striker. Titus chapter 3 and verse 2. The child of God must speak evil of no man. The child of God must not be a brother must be gentle, showing all meekness unto all men. The child of God must not be a striker. But the word of God says at 1 Timothy 6-12, fight for good fight of faith. Ladies and gentlemen, never say, never say, the child of God must not fight at all. Say, the child of God must only fight the good fight of faith amen because when you say the child of god must not fight at all you have been absolute what about the good fight of faith at first timothy chapter 1 verse 18 you find what the word of god says about know, fighting first timothy 1 18 this charge a commitment to be Son timothy according to the prophecies which went before thee, that thou by them mightest wow a good warfare the child of God has been initiated into a good warfare but how does the Bible define a good warfare in this context the Bible defines a good warfare in this context as first Timothy chapter one, and verse 19 holding faith have you seen it and a good conscience which some haven't put away concerning faith have made a shipwreck so i can say what it means to fight the good fight of faith is to buy my faith press into eternal life but the conviction i have of god in accordance with the things of the spirit i press so pressing in god is fighting a good fight of faith fighting a good fight of faith has nothing to do with the devil a good fight of faith has nothing to do with witches and wizards around your house fighting a good fight of faith has nothing to do with the men all over town I, I, I was very shocked i saw i saw the inscription by Khan and it was very shameful i said I i'll show you one it's a declaration of three days prayer fasting by Khan because some axmen are all over town this is what kind does. kind does not know when the Lord is speaking. kind just comes and says, They are asking all of our time to begin to pray and fast. There are many more times God is saying fast than when they are petty boys and are looking for money. So, the word of God does not admonished your father like the word fights. He says, The kind of fight you should find is to lay hold on eternal life. God speaks and not one the principles. Amen. Now, how do you jump and say, begin to pray of us, begin to pray of us, begin to pray of us, because there's no peace, there's no peace, where's peace? So this is the horizon of the There shall be no peace in the world of accumulation, but then but you are just sitting in faith overcome the world. Hallelujah. A huge. The word of God says, the Christian nation struggle to preserve the originality of the faith he has received the christian should not struggle to increase church membership the christian should not struggle to make heaven people who are struggling to make heaven can never make heaven the kingdom of God is not for those who are struggling the kingdom of God is for those who have faith in Christ who have been given eternal life and made members of the kingdom of God nobody will enter God's kingdom by struggling it's only faith in Christ an atonement by the work of Christ that will make a man a member of heaven if you are struggling you are your own (laughs) he is already to us without arguments you've already, already fainted you, you have, you have sublimed into the atmosphere like some people just like that because the kingdom of God is not for those who are struggling the kingdom of God is for those who have faith in Christ because it's faith in Christ that guarantees placement in the kingdom of God when a man has faith in Christ he is delivered from the power of darkness and translated into the kingdom of God he is given outright and instantaneous, or spontaneous membership of the kingdom of God I've been given eternal life Hallelujah Amen. Look at this one. and he struggle, and the reason why you must struggle is because of verse 4. Certain men kept in on hurting unawares. Ladies <laughs> and gentlemen, do you know something? some fears the christian expresses he didn't express there are some fears the christian needs to express he does not express for example many of us are afraid of the devil so our contention here on earth is contention against forces of wickedness that we physically imagine that is the reason why most of us are cautious in our outlook always fighting devils that are not there for example who told you that demonic operations are localized to special places in the desert in the wilderness in the forests who told you when there's this kind of shrub of banana or planting near your house it's a coven of witches for their meetings who told you that demons are more in the dark and they are in the light. the operations of demons are so serious that right there at chicken public, meaning by your side at the table and getting chicken just there we're so physical and sense food about spiritual operations that we localize demons to a particular place i know that you don't know demons can be at the grocery store see what are demons looking for at the grocery store they want to eat some food I know you don't know demons could be at the marketplace. It's so rowdy. I know you don't know demons can be your house. Can be at a cocktail party, can be at the buffet. You know most Christians relax in the place of pleasure where demons do it. Come to church, we are against the devil. When we are above the party, demons can be there. Just relax, throw your legs open and just enjoy yourself because it's a body party. Demons enjoy parties too. don't don't, don't forget. God's promise was saying, struggle against the devil or struggle against demons. It says, earnestly contend for the originality of the faith you have. There is more to holding the faith in dignity. There is more to holding the faith in integrity. There is more to holding the faith in such purity. Such holiness of the faith than fighting devils. Let me quote you verses about the devil so you understand God's particular point about the devil. You see exactly what Christ said about the devil. And John chapter 8 and verse 44 says, Yea, your father the devil. And the last of the that you will do, he was a monster from the beginning and a the devil between you. When he speaks a lie, he speaks of his own for he's a liar and the father of it. I imagine he just said that he said at John 16 and verse 13 he said the peace of this world is judged already John 16 11 rather, the peace of this world is judged already John 12 and verse 31 Says, the priest of this world cometh and he findeth nothing in me John 14 30, the priest of this world cometh and he findeth nothing in me John 12 says now is the judgment of this world now shall the priest of the world be cast out and I by the lifted up shall draw to me here's scripture Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 26 be ye angry and sin not let not the sun go down upon your wrath, neither give place to the devil Can you won't find any scripture ladies and gentlemen that says to struggle or contend against the devil Can you won't find any scripture that says to be on your toes to be to be on the surveillance to to struggle to fight i know too many times we describe jesus as though a warfare with the devil i've had this it. it's always very secret someone says the battle on the cross was so terrible jesus had been beaten blue back by the devil so jesus had the devil. the devil had jesus pinned by his knees on his back to the floor and then the referee who was the referee say so it was god okay god was the referee was coming kind of along. And two and three. Just about nine for zero when God said them and all because oh, no. just jumped in nowhere, there. Bad badly bruised Bad and batter and butcher. And so bent over. He was saved, He was saved after he had been declared a victor though, vanquished by the devil. He was saying, We are the keys. The keys. Let's set them free. Give them like rubbish what should i contend for i should contend for the purity of the faith i'm not fighting men i'm not fighting demons i'm only struggling to preserve the integrity of the faith the bible preaches because of people because of wrong teachings why should i contend for the originality of the faith because of man. Second Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 17. Why should a Christian contend for the originality of the faith? Because of man. Not say be because of demons, because of pastors, because of preachers, because of you and I, because of people, because of fellow Christians. You must contend and watch out for the originality of the faith. 2 Corinthians 2 and verse 17. Get your Bibles quickly. What does it say? For we are not as many who corrupt the word of God. Have you seen that word many there? Have you seen that word many? Ladies and gentlemen, those who corrupt God's word are not few, they are many. Get your Bibles, get your Bibles. Those who corrupt the word of God are not as few as you suppose they are many those who speak the word and under the guise of speaking the truth corrupt the word of God are many more than you can imagine that gospel does not say if you says many, many, many Timothy 4 and 1, 1 Now the spirit speaketh expressly that in the later times so shall depart in the faith I have the idea there are just few maybe pockets of individuals that were not well taught No, 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 it's a large number this is why the Christian must struggle hard to preserve the originality of the faith. The Christian must struggle. He must work very hard to pre- pre- preserve the simplicity, the sincerity, the truth, the unadulterated faith that was once delivered to the saints. You are preserved in Christ, but you must struggle to preserve the faith you have received. You are kept in Christ, you must struggle to preserve the faith you have received. You are saved by Christ to the uttermost you must struggle to save the purity the salvation message you have received you have been born of the spirit of God you must press high to keep the sincere message that God has used to save you this is the point i you seen that word many there many more than you can imagine let me tell you four very important things very first thing is this wrong teachers will not come from devils wrong teachers will come from men primarily that's the first thing that's the problem never look for wrong to say from the mosque never from the church number two men in the church under the guise of the pastorate from the platform like this many more than you can imagine ladies and gentlemen the absolutity of truth is in the word you don't claim to know the truth unless you tell you with the word it is not about your thoughts or your looks it's about what the word says it is not about your pastor or your church it's about the word. it's holding the world supremacy and and all of us differing to the integrity of your authority of scriptures that can help us understand the integrity of truth i'm not talking about what you think is right or what i think is right i'm talking about what must be right from the word of god because too many times it's about what we think It's about our pastor it's about our church it's about yesterday i saw somebody who said something about something so the word of god was with you and it's not this way it should be judged clearly plainly and simply by the word of god i said they are men i said number two they're in the midst of the church acts of the apostles chapter 20 hallelujah Chapter 20 and then verse 29. Glory. Acts 20 and verse 29. Get your Bibles. Thank you, Lord Jesus. if I know this that after my departing, I will see it Shall give us most, enter in a you. Not sparing the flock. the study. Also, of the Muslims, shall you Also, of the miners, Jesus Christ Church International, shall you see? Also, of your own selves. Number one, lists men. Number two, lists from the church. Because the reason why many of us are not on guard is because they are men from the church. Someone says, How will I be on guard? I went to a church with a pastor. A i don't mean a garden in the process I said, a church with a pastor yes men from the midst of us your own selves <laughs> when god says your own selves that means you are not excluded i'm not excluded doesn't make sense to you. when it says of your own selves that means you are included i'm included the point i could be a source of wrong teachings that will not help somebody preserve the originality of the faith i could be a source of wrong teachings that will not help somebody preserve the integrity the purity of the truth that he has received i could be a source of wrong teaching first corinthians chapter 11 and verse 19 chapter for there must be also heresies where Get your there must be also heresies in the world <laughs> heresies are not in the world if it's in the world it cannot be called heresies it is called heresies because it's in the church it cannot be described as heresies when it's in the world. It's only called heresies because of the standard of Christ. And forbid heresies, it simply means opinions against the opinion. Sentiments against the truth. Choice. People's ideas. People's makeshift beliefs against the truth that is Christ. Now, if it's outside the church, it cannot be called heresies it has to be teachings against the teaching that's the relative stance Can you seen this word again verse 19 you must see this right now for there must be also heresies among you heresies among you that they which are proved may be made manifest among you Number one, man. Number two, man among you. Number three, I could be a source to Number four, supernatural manifestations could be heresies. An angel could come from God and be heresy. <laughs> Don't you like this one? It sounds very strange. Galatians chapter one. These are scriptures we have quoted here at this church. Counts without a count. But I want to see them one more time. For you to see them over and over again. I don't think it's anything but saved. And for me, it is not give us in any long way. Galatians 1 and verse 6. Get your Bibles. Get your Bibles. Everybody get your Bibles. Hallelujah. I marvel that we are so soon removed from him that called into the grace of Christ unto another gospel. Which is not another, but there are the soul that trouble you and will pervert the gospel of Christ. But though we, or an angel from heaven, preach any other gospel unto you than that which we have preached unto you, making their curses. 9, as we said before, so, say I now, if any man preach any other gospel unto you than that ye have received, let him be accursed. Notice verse 8. Quickly, notice verse 8. But though we are an angel from heaven, preach any other gospel unto you than that which we have received, preached unto you, let him be accursed. Though we are an angel from heaven i said number one wrong teachers will come from men number two wrong teachers will come from men in the midst of the church number three we as individuals may be sources of wrong teachers number four angels else supernatural dimensions of wrong teachers your dreams will be a wrong teaching your visions not all supernatural things are god very fishy it's very fishy very fishy when somebody employs such things as visions and prophecies as and chances to institute doctrinal things instead of plainly looking at the scriptures i saw an angel yesterday what does god say about such things first corinthians 14 and verse 29 it says let the prophets speak you free. Let those who sit by judge. <laughs> All prophets, prophecies, with their prophets are subjects to Bible standardization somebody calls you and says the Lord said to me you say e- excuse me give me two minutes let me check scriptures to be sure what the Lord said to you is right because there are those who come under the guise of the Lord said and they've come to bring wrong teachings do you know we need such audaciousness as Christians Jeremiah 5 from thirty: a horrible thing a wonderful and horrible thing has been committed in the land the prophets prophesy falsely. The priests, they are ruled by their own means, And my people love to have it so. What shall be done at the end of? Well, bank when the man comes and says, Pussy the Lord. He says, Before <laughs> it's true, you are shaking. Before it's true, you are shaking. He says, The Lord is saying, You are going to hell if you don't remove that scarf on your head. God is saying, You are going to hell. If you don't remove that gold, I'll give it to much to go sell, to make money. Someone says, don't use television. Don't give it for sale. What's the difference? If you don't use television, then don't use that sale. man said, if you want television, even if you repair it, you are a son of the devil. Each time I see him on television, I know the kind of person he is. Don't watch television. Even if you repair it, you are a son of the devil. Each time I see him in that devil's box, I know he's also one of them. Because not only does he repair it, not only does he watch it, he's even in the devil's box himself. That means he's with the devil already. Any point television is in the devil's box. That's what it means. So, you must never appear on television if I must not watch television. Because it's I mean, you better than you who is shaming on it. <laughs> That's the point. <laughs> Are you sure you came to church? And must be contained. Ladies and gentlemen, let me straight to the universe. The only way the Christian integrity and the dignity of the faith he has once received is to first be able to class the genuity of the faith from the Bible <laughs> he was able to class this faith he was able to class it from the Bible it's, it's genuineness from the Bible You must be able to clearly show from the Bible the attitudes, the attributes, the integrity and the characters of the faith you are receiving. Because if you cannot identify the faith, then how do you preserve it? How do you honestly contend for what you don't know anything about? How do you struggle to preserve what you don't know anything about the christian must be able to class the genuity of the faith from the Bible. he must be able from the word of god to bring out the faith this is the faith <laughs> this is the point this is the faith this is what the faith is this is the faith. hallelujah that word faith is not common one word that is common in the new testament is the word trust. trust which speaks of absolute dependence upon the Lord. in the new testament Matthew, Mark Luke and John that word faith is actually uses more as a verb an action is used more for an action and, and don't forget that the verb form of the word faith is actually believe after the death of jesus the faith doesn't just speak of an attitude or an action it speaks as a noun descriptive of our salvation. <laughs> when we talk about preserving the faith, we're talking about preserving the elements of Christianity. When we Faith, we're talking about preserving the integrity of Christianity. You must understand what an encounter with Christ is. You must understand the women. You must understand the, 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 the you must know what exactly you have met when you are good. You must be sure of who you are in Christ. You must be sure of his power to save. You must be sure of his power to keep you saved until that day. Our faith. patience. 2 describes something you must see right now about our faith. Go baby God, Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 5. this no something as preserving the integrity of the faith without an understanding of what the faith is. <laughs> Hallelujah. May I say this to you? Very funny thing I say, when Christians see content, 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 struggle. What comes to their mind is a physical, or assault. So it says, from today I contend for the faith. 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 Now, what has the noise got to do with contending for if it don't know? Now tell me, tell me, tell me. There's, there's something I see in the body of Christ. There's an element of physical warfare on our fingers. And every Christian is just too lost with his mouth. He says things he ought to say. He's boastful and prideful, not understanding the ingredients of spiritual warfare. Welfare is not done physically. Welfare is done inside your room in your mind. Hallelujah. I give an example here in this church. You can find a Christian and an unbeliever exchanging words. The unbeliever goes to his room. He takes a chair, He puts on his tongue. He comes out to meet the Christian. Before he comes, the Christian goes to his room. Instead of you spiritual charm. you know what he does? He wears his shorts to go fight a physical battle. Now the Christian should go and employ a spiritual means of power. Maybe, it's really playing the Holy Ghost. Before he comes out, the man is dead or death. Just like that. You can a finger. Such a thing as not lifting a finger. You don't lift a finger. You just stand in the position of a child of God. It's an issue of the mind, it's a mentality. Conviction, caution, within you stand, result, and strong. You don't struggle with anybody. Men in the world employ fleshly weapons the child of God's stronghold is God. Men in the world employ fleshly assaults of verbal intimidation and violence. But the child of God should employ the stronghold who's named God. Something in my mind. There was this person who loved to assault us she was always speaking even about us assaulting us we never used to answer her so one day our banner dropped at my office our banner dropped very early in the morning so she called and said you folks come down carry your hala off. that was the word she used to describe a piece of cloth that had an inscription, an advertisement. She called, Come and your Wahala, which in the New European language means trouble. So I looked down at this saying. I said, My God, what is the meaning of this? So I called somebody who was close to her. I said, Can you imagine what she just said? She called this piece of cloth Wahala. I said if I'm a man of God in seven days we shall know who has got wahala and I left and I forgot it after seven days her child died it was obvious who had wahala who can be tried I don't know anything about it I just said if I'm a child of God the, the, if I'm a man of God the person that has wahala must manifest if it does not happen in seven days I'm not do again and let the same. This is Christianity! It is not... Look to God! You have no Allah in In fact, I am, as I raise my leg, so shall you be raised up. Are you, are you a herbalist? <laughs> are you a child? He, as I raise my head, so shall you be raised, in Jesus, in deep Rubbish! The power does not use words. He words. When he makes a declaration, you are finished. You know, I spoke here on courses. I spoke on courses. I said, the reason i was not to cause is because our courses have never been effective. Jesus said, Let no man eat the fruit of the health. Luke 10, at Luke 11, and the next day. The thing had wintered from top to bottom. Ladies and gentlemen, he wasn't like any man. If he said that that man was finished, but many of us cause people who cause our children, we our husbands, cause our wives, cause our parents, cause church members, cause other pastors, cause churches because we don't believe in our words. I want them to curse you because you are crossing, you are finished. There's nothing you can do about it. Should we try? Let me just say something. That's the end. I think you say, try it. I've said we said it before. Try it, try it. And before their very eyes, it has worked like magic because I'm convinced what I say must come to pass. He it said, "It's a lie." He's a lie, child. Right. And I said, "Are you sure?" And this, they saw, dried up here. Yeah. They a "Lie." The question is a lie. It is not about our verbal violence It's about conviction from the heart. It's about what you believe from the inside contending for the faith struggling for the faith is not something you do by some sort of lost attitudes of display it's something you do in your mind and I said there cannot be any successful contention for the faith unless you evaluate the faith from the word you bring out the faith from the word Ephesians 2 and verse 5 glory to God When we were dead in sins, has quickened us together with Christ by grace he has saved, and has raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. that in the ancient covenant true. That to the exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness towards us through Christ Jesus. For by grace are you saved through faith and that not of yourselves it is the gifts of god look at galatians and chapter galatians chapter 6 and verse 10 get your bibles preserving the integrity of the faith evaluating the faith from the bible has to do with understanding christianity there's no such thing as holding the humanity of the faith without no Christianity. Amen. <laughs> the Bible is not just a book of stories. There are many stories in the Bible. But the character of Christianity is made manifest. And the child of God must be able to isolate from the scripture the character of Christianity. It's isolating it that will help you to preserve its integrity. This is Christianity. It's different from coming to church. It is different from praying. It is different from attending Bible study. It's a lifestyle in Christ, possessing the life that Christ gives. He must be able to isolate it. He must be able to isolate it and, and bring it up and see it in its very form. This is where it all begins. The struggle to maintain the integrity of the faith is not a struggle to preserve yourself from not listening to people speak. Do you know the very funny thing we do? You see... I want anybody to deceive me. They can never deceive me. I will never go to any church. My church is the only place I will ever go. I will never attend any church. I can never be deceived. What if your church is the place of deceit? Wow. <laughs> Somebody says, I will never that church, this church, that church this church and he stays back only himself at home and his thoughts are thoughts of deceit I hate that church, I look at that church and this church and he sits back but with the TV tube, and things he hears are such a defeat I said something somebody said i don't look at the newspapers i don't read books i said it's a resolve from the mind it is not a resolve of the eyes some folks never read newspapers they're just passing by driving on the way they see so soft cell magazine 500 ax men in town that's all they see and it's say, like, ah That's all. And the story is established in their hearts by they ever read it. All people need are just flashes. 20 Kuwaitians in Nigeria to kill all Christians. That's all they need. That's all. All Christians must leave Nigeria by tomorrow. That's all they need. All Christians to backslide by 4pm tomorrow whether they like it or not. In town has last his head supernaturally that's all they need they have not read they've only seen <laughs> they have not enjoyed it they won't even the paper they can not even afford to buy it they've only it in a flash so there is no in your mind so that even when somebody reads it at you your resolve in your mind is to believe god's word and not what the world says it is in the mind. in chapter 6 under Spain as we therefore have opportunity let us do good unto all men especially unto them who are the household of faith the household of Christianity the household of God the household Of grace, the household of eternal life. As we have the opportunity, let us do good to all men, especially those of the household of power. This is the faith. It's about the entirety of Christianity. It is not an aspect of our lives. It's the entirety of our spiritual culture. You must classic from the Bible. You must have a grasp over the Bible to be able to delineate what the faith is, the conditionalities, the parameters. It is not a struggle physically, it's it a struggle in it you, it's a mental struggle, it's a matter by the word in your mind, you are able to class the faith. And look in the world and blend this face so you can preserve its originality without this own. I'm not talking about praying, I'm talking about preserving the originality of the faith in your mind. Someone says, No, may I never be deceived. What do you mean? Thessalonians 1 verse, he says, Take heed, let no man deceive by any means. Why you pray to him? He said, You should take him, so nobody deceives you. In Jesus' name, may I not be deceived. For praying this, prayer, You are already deceived. In the name of Jesus, May I not go to a wrong church. For paying this prayer, You are already deceived. In Jesus' name, may December. for praying this prayer you are already deceived because it is not by praying it is by an attitude an action from the word of God have you seen the word of God described as the household of faith the faith of God that's the entirety of the faith the comprehensive nature of our faith so I'm talking about preserving. Christianity you know too many times certain Christian people find it very difficult to understand there's no difference between the faith and the faith and it's because of the conviction sense of the church that says the faith has to be in an ephemeral or a material thing an ugly possession or acquisition the bible faith in the life of Christ doesn't speak of acquiring anything except to acquire God Hebrews 11 6 without faith it is impossible to please the Lord He coming to God seeking and that diligently are you sure you are still at church? That's in a church. At Romans chapter 1 and verse 5, Romans 16 26. We find a physiological description of the faith as Christianity, like I've been preaching. Romans 1, 5, Romans 16:26. It's called obedience to the faith. Have you seen it? And Acts 6 and verse 7 it says, Many of the priests were obedient to the faith. Have you seen it? 14 and verse 27 is called open the doors of faith. 165. The churches were established in the faith. i am church? Faith. i am church? 21 verse 19, we find some who met shipwreck of the faith. At 1 Timothy 5, verse 8, we see some who denied the faith. 1 Timothy 6, 10. 6, 21. Some had from the faith. 2 Timothy 2, 18. Have overthrown the faith of some. Hebrews 12, 2. The author and finisher of our faith. Listen you see The entirety of our Christianity is called the faith. And it's very simple. Faith in Christ brings salvation. So the faith is our salvation. <laughs> Christ is synonymous with redemption. When a man has faith in Christ, he's redeemed, so we can call his redemption his faith. Well, when we meet these and gentlemen to preserve the integrity of the faith, we're talking about preserving the integrity of Christianity, and I said, you must first isolate its genuity. If you don't know what it means to be saved, if you don't know the A to Z of salvation, if you don't know the comprehensive nature of salvation, then how do you endlessly contend for its genuine? How do you work for it? How do you struggle to keep it? Like I showed you at the first chapter 2 and verse 5, it says, You and I have not been saved by works. Let's revisit, let's revisit. We've we'll been saved by grace salvation is not about works it's about grace there is nothing that works can add to salvation christianity is not a be to prove a points to Almighty God that humanity has what it takes to measure up to His high stakes. Christianity is not a platform for you as a Christian to be able to prove to the Lord that you have what it takes to overtake His challenge. You have what it takes to match up to His call. Christianity is a way of salvation. It came by grace. It comes by grace. It can never. By works, if you work for it, you will never get it. If you wait for it, you will never get it. If you wait for it, you will never get it. You must only latch up to it by faith. So it's faith that gives the grace of God. It's by grace you and I have been called into the faith and not by works of human standards. If you work by works, you're never a cause. If you work by faith, you're blessed as those who have life in God are blessed. Hallelujah. That central thing, grace. Unless you class grace out. And there are many Christians who don't understand grace. You must class grace. (laughs) What is grace? Let's define grace. What is grace? Someone says, doing what others do, struggling with ease, is called grace. Rubbish. Is grace, grace is the strength on a Christian's elbow to serve the Lord. More rubbish. Many Christians talk unintelligently. They don't know how intelligent. They don't know the Bible. They don't know the things of the Spirit. They do not very intelligent in human philosophies. What do you mean grace on your elbow? What is grace? How can grace be on your elbow? Who do you call grace as like somebody's elbow or somebody else's elbow? What do you mean? is able you don't have what does he have on his elbow you don't have look at my elbow look at his elbow you have the same elbow that's a point ridiculous definitions showing how unintelligent we are so what does it mean to have someone is able you don't have one. where is the elbow in the first place move your elbow let me see let's check analytically what is god i don't have <laughs> hallelujah what is grace Lord grace tells us God's riches at Christ's expense. What are the riches of God? Ambiguities by ambiguities. Defining words with bigger words what that mean definition. I will tell you what grace is from Bible very simply. You've seen it before, you've had it here before, but we'll hear it again today. Hallelujah! Amen. Hallelujah! Thank you, Jesus. Amen and amen and amen. amen. Oh, what is grace? What is grace? What is grace? Romans six for two. shall not have dominion over you, not under law, but under grace romans 11 5 to 6 you've been elected by grace first corinthians 15 10 by the grace of god i am what i am 2nd Corinthians 6 and verse 1 We beseech you brethren, receive not the grace of God in vain. 2nd Corinthians 9 8 God make all grace about towards you that he have all sufficiency in all things made bound unto every good work. He said to man Paul, 2nd Corinthians 12, 9, my grace is sufficient for thee. My strength is made perfect in weakness. Galatians 2 and verse 21 I do not frustrate the grace of God. For if righteousness cometh by the law, then Christ died in vain. If you seek to be justified by the laws of Moses, Galatians 5:4, you are falling from grace. What is grace? Ephesians one seven. In whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, according to the riches of his grace. Ephesians 2 7 that by the riches of his grace he might show the exceeding kindness towards us in the ages to come ephesians 2 5-8 by grace she has saved hebrews verse 16 we have come boldly unto the throne of grace hebrews 2 15 let anyone fall fail of the grace of god first peter four ten speaks of the manifold grace of god first peter 5 10 says god is a source of our grace. Second, Peter three eighteen, 18 God in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. What is grace? <laughs> I know somebody who loves to quote scriptures and most times he confesses himself when he's still quoting scriptures. He says what is grace? Let me quote you everywhere. Grace appears in the book of Peter and it does. the end he still cannot define grace he don't define the spiritual things the things of the spirit by being able to put scriptures together you define them by the message of the scriptures hallelujah titus chapter 1 defines grace in a very clear way hallelujah titus 1 tells what grace is not what you think i mean titus Chapter 2. Titus, the book of Titus. Chapter 2. Hallelujah. 2 11. Titus Two Eleven. For the grace of God that bringeth salvation hath appeared to all men. <laughs> the grace of God that brings salvation the grace of God in itself is not salvation it's the grace that brings salvation the grace can only be called synonymous with salvation if understood it is the grace of God that brings salvation now what is the grace of God the grace of God is the power of Christ's death to save. The ability discoverable in the death of Jesus to save humanity is called the grace of God. That fear God has got to be to save man By merely killing somebody else is the grace of God I know you never talked about this But I have many times What does it mean for God to kill Christ to save me It looks senseless But it's true Because Christ did not die for himself Christ did not die for us Christ died as us Hey Christ did not die for himself He did not die for us He died as us If Christ died for us we would have been on our own So, mate, let me tell you exactly what we are talking about here. We are saying this man has sinned. And because of his nature, his name is called Onshon, because of his nature, you repent him. You hate his guts. In fact, your nature is so absolute when you see him, what comes to mind is to kill him. And if he sees you, he will die. And so, you say, you that is sin with me will die for him doesn't make sense the only sensibility is if he can die as him so if he died as him he will remove his sins he will obliterate his sins when we say the new creature has erected us before God it's because the new creature died for his sins in Christ Jesus I'm going to show you some scriptures that should bring this tonight today should bring truth at home I want to show you Philippians 2 from verse 5. I will show you Galatians chapter 4 from verse 4. And I want to just I want to keep on this. Because you can never preserve the integrity of the faith until you class the faith out. You must be able to isolate from the Bible what the faith is. This is the faith. This is Christian. This is what Christianity is take. It's not just a male way of peace in the land. It's an outright righteousness in the sight of God. The Christian is not just somebody who pleases the Lord. The Christian is somebody who has an absolute and total nature of holiness in the sight of God. The holiness the Christian has got is what God himself possesses as God. The kind of life God has, he has given the Christian. The Christian is one spirit with almighty God. Why? It Galatians chapter four. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. And verse 4. But when the fullness of time was come, God sent forth his son, made of a woman, made under the law, to redeem them that were under the law, that we might receive the adoption of sons. Look at verse 4. Look at verse 4. Look at verse 4. when the fullness of time was come in accordance with the timing of God God sent forth his son as a man have you seen it made of a woman the reason why the son had to be made of a woman was because the person in question who was a sinner by nature was made of a woman the reason why God sent his son to be made of a woman was because the person is questioned that God was to make as holy as God is holy was made of a woman have you seen it have you seen it made of a woman there are some verses of the bible that will never make sense to you except you read it with the holy ghost teaching you or you have apostolic teaching inside by the spirit of God (laughs) hallelujah i met a man who said ah, i thought i knew now i don't know anything i said yes but i just told you to take you six years to know it and this six years is if you ask every day if you stop one day to take more six more years the man said ah, are you my god not really He was blessed. philippians chapter 2 Amen And then Verse 5 Let this mind be in you Which was also In Christ Jesus Who be in the form of God Thought it no only to be equal with God But made himself of no reputation And took upon him the form of his servant, And was made In the likeness of Men I'm going to show you one more Hebrews 2 and verse 14 don't worry but scriptures are coming like this in torrents don't worry you will soon be to go through the bible this way with scriptures and scriptures and scriptures visiting your mind over and over again this is teaching, this is all God's teaching Hebrews 2 and verse 14 for as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood he also himself likewise took part of the same that through death he might destroy him that had the power of death that is the devil Jesus took part of what? flesh and blood Jesus took part of what? Flesh and blood. (laughs) Jesus took part of what? Flesh and blood. Have you seen it now? Have you seen Philippians 2 from verses 5 through 7? Have you seen Galatians chapter 4 from verses 4 through 6? Have you seen Hebrews 2 and verse 14? I need to show you alone. First Peter chapter 3 from verse 17. It's so essential. Class Christianity from the pages of the Bible. You must understand what it is. Is the first thing to do to follow suit after duty commandment to earnestly contend for the faith that was once delivered to the saints you must contend for the f- because men are in the world and there are so many and in the midst of us and that angels could do it you also could be a part of people that teach wrong things and i'm saying to you the first thing to do you must grasp any day this is a life long eternal encounter an encounter with Jesus is an absolute encounter. It does not turn you inside out. It kills you and makes you come alive again. The Christian is not refurbished, it's not remended. The Christian is not rearranged. Almost everything on earth could be remended and remolded and, and reordered and refabricated and reinstalled and, and reinstated and reslated. Almost everything on earth could be reorientated and replaced and replenished and and, 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 and gord and reinvigorated but not so with the new creature. The new creature is a new person. The man who believed in Christ a while ago died in Christ a while ago believe in christ just now died in christ the death of christ died on the cross so he's a new man he's not refurbished it's a new person altogether. again first peter chapter three are you in church and verse 17 for it is better if the will of god be so that you suffer for well doing than for evil doing Christ also hath not suffered for sins but justice for the unjust. (laughs) hallelujah you must hang your feet very tightly on this verse of the holy bible so path, Jesus Suffered once for sins, the justice for the unjust. How, listen, 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 good. how do you make a just man to suffer for an unjust man? way to make a just man suffer for an unjust man and be just yourself is to make the just man a sacrifice an atonement there's no way an atonement could be right and appropriate unless the just man suffers like the unjust so fast just like the unjust he became man so when jesus suffered it was man who was suffering when jesus suffered he was man who was suffering for his sins when we talk about the christian being eternally secured and that the christian can never go to hell again what he does no matter how badly his life turns is because we are saying the christian once suffered in christ when the just suffered for the unjust as an unjust would have suffered for his sins so man is not going to hell again because he suffered once for his sins the wages of sin is death sins could not be covered under the Old Testament sins could not have been covered under the New Testament sins under the New Testament have been removed because man suffered in Christ Jesus for his sins the reason why God is just the justifier of an ungodly person like man was because God punished man for his sins in Christ that's the only way God cannot never have been just to say because Christ suffered you go and say no more what does name sense it doesn't make sense because he suffered you go and say no more no because he suffered as you he has the right today to give you the life he has got and make a new person salvation is not in the death of Christ alone some things that could mean salvation but in a sense they are not salvation for instance the word of God before Christ came could become salvation because it's the entirety of God's plan but it's not salvation for example Christ as a name could become salvation but he's not salvation because he had to come in the flesh Christ coming in the flesh could be called salvation but this is not salvation because though he came in the flesh he had to die Christ's death could be called salvation but it's not salvation because though he was born he came in the flesh he died on the cross he had to rise from the dead resurrection could be called salvation but it's not salvation all by itself in entirety because though he, the word of God promised him he came in the flesh as man he hung on the cross and was killed by God he rose from the dead there was something more to be done man had to be given the gift of eternal life it is not just that Christ came to die and paid by his blood hung on the cross and rose again taught, they, according to the scriptures that is called salvation there is something about having life life otherwise the whole world will have been saved now not just in theory but even in prison, not practice but Christ died for the whole world now the whole world is not saved until he gives you eternal life by faith are you making any progress there? Eh? I believe God that you would first Peter 3 and verse 18 for Christ also had suffered once for Christ also had once suffered for sins, the just for the unjust that he might bring us to God being put to death in the flesh as a man but quickened by the spirit that will never die that's what it means Christ came as a man so he will die, die as a man Christ came as God so, if he was raised from the dead, he would have been raised from the dead as God. If Christ had come as God, it would have been impossible to kill him from man's sins. If Christ had come as a man, he would have died. It would have been impossible to rise from the dead. And if he was raised from the dead, he would not have been able to give life to anybody he knew. This is integrity of salvation. He was classic. must be able to prove the genuinity. Ladies and gentlemen, I charge you by the Spirit of God you must look into the Bible to be able to understand the uniqueness of your salvation. the faith easy to protect it's that uniqueness this uniqueness is what is always being shrouded within the church mysticism that the average cannot see this uniqueness when a christian is able to delve into the scriptures and is able to find this uniqueness in christianity and the power of salvation and the grace of god water and the train that has come to make him a new creature, it becomes easy to do the second thing to be done it was classic at times there are some people we say about the salvation that they are sickening they are sickening the christian is not somebody looking for the mercy of god christianity is the mercy of god A Christian is not somebody trying to be saved. Christianity is salvation. The Christian is not somebody that may be empowered. The empowerment is Christianity. You shall receive power after that. The Holy Ghost is come upon you. Was promised for all believers. Acts 1:8. Luke 24:49 was promised for all believers. Because the, for being a Christian is empowered. <laughs> now, look at me when you look at me. Look at me anyhow. Cross by which one way you are empowered. The works I do shall you do also. And greater works than like this shall you do. Because I go to my father to empower. It. You can heal the sick, you can cast out devils, you can raise the dead. You can command to die and follow people's bodies. You can bring a change. You can change blood groups. You can lay hands on the sick. They shall recover. They are the signs, the tokens, the signals, the appellations, the traits, and the markups of Christianity. Signs and wonders are things that trail, that trail a train. Train work. Hear me. I never said. Science and wonders are things that should change our And science and wonders are things that change our work. Science and wonders most times are not things just started. Science and wonders are things that mark us up, they mark us up, they mark us up, they mark us up, they mark, the mark, the mark, the mark us up. Hallelujah. Class salvation. are some things that are very serious. Some no good areas. I think the Christian should put up in his life, his salvation, It's a no good Elias. for anybody who wants to wantonly say anything, you may talk about my job, will discuss me, you may talk about my family, will discuss very well, you may even talk about my height, will discuss on good grounds, you may talk about anything physical, don't talk about my salvation anyhow, my salvation is so comprehensive, so ent- so divine, He didn't know anything about it. The only person permitted to fully speak is the Bible. Because at times, somebody just comes in and says, this this to itself, uh, I will not be careful to answer you in this matter but the God whom I believe has saved to the uttermost he's able to take me he has sanctified me he has preserved me he has called me blameless he has called me holy he has called me unrepevable he has called me nonrepeakable in his sight in love in the Son of his love hallelujah number two number two number two number two only yardstick of relationship with God. There's no other way to relate with God than through the Bible. God is not in the sky above, God is a spirit. The only way to see God a spirit is through the Bible. God is not to be imagined. God is to be believed from the pages of the Bible. Don't imagine God. Believe him. And this is more practicing in the church because the average Christian is not to imagine God. Imagine, they don't say frequently with impunity and irrepentance, they say, now I should begin to worship the Lord. Imagine. Imagine who? His existence. Never imagine him. To imagine God is ridiculous. It's blasphemous give him a personal non-gratis in the midst of us is to call him a non-entity to imagine god is terrible i said it's a sin against the holy spirit to imagine god is a sin that will never forgive forgiven in this world in the world to come you leave god to be imagined he has said he's going to exist are hallelujah now let me tell you let me let me show you the folly the, the, the folly of imaginations you come up here you speak about your father for example whether he hates or leaving, you say, hey, My father, oh boy, my, my, my father, and just before you are through, I close my eyes. Just before you are through, I close my eyes. I say, He's tall. Alright. He's tall. Yellow with one wicked whisker-like kind of mustache. What do you do? You say yes, you're getting it. No, 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 no. The mustache is black. You begin to describe. It looks offensive to you. was to imagine my father let me tell you who he is it's sickening it's insanity you are imagining somebody you have not seen before and that person is even led to imagination each time you think of Jesus you just imagine somebody that's why it's ineffective when you say Jesus it's ineffective because the person you are thinking should come up is the man on television who acted jesus of nazareth he's somewhere in his hotel room at las Vegas, and jason cola and tobacco We you hear jesus but when the man calls the man of a revelation when he shows up even if there are two thousand axemen, they will disappear into pieces when that man will appear to them there eh, with eyes like a flame of fire his hair will be as white as wool. His feet will burn like a furnace. He will have in his hands the stars. Out of his body will the true edged His whole countenance will be like the sun that shines in his trail And his voice like the sun. All oh, many waters. He will say, I am, I was, and I to come. The beginning and the end. The Alpha and the Omega. He will not see like the on television lazarus lazarus come forth from a fictitious grief god is not to be imagined god is to be believed when you are when you begin to pray when you need to pray this and gentlemen, you must be praying to somebody that the bible has given you in your head not a picture or a frame of someone you think Somebody real God was speaks about when you lay hands on the sick, you must have in your mind the revelation of the power that is about to make a miracle happen now. This is where the power manifests. Hallelujah. When I say to a thief in the name of Jesus, go you can see you can imagine darling jesus darling ah, ah, ah. what do you mean by this when you call you gestures of romance darling jesus oh my god this came of jesus cannot kill the fly Did you hear me? Never imagine anything spiritual. Believe in the reality of spiritual existence from the Bible. Never imagine angels. Accept the belief from the Bible. Never imagine the power of God. Accept his from the Bible never imagine heaven except it is so from the bible never imagine who you are except you are who you are from what god's word saves i said the word of god is final authority you must see that supreme this is the way the bible will go beyond a book to the word so you can quote pictures at church it goes beyond the book to the word so you can have memory you begin to find the reality of the things spoken of in the bible god is not god of the dead he's god of the living he's a living god he's a living god he's alive forevermore he's a god that will never die he has what it takes is for real he's real he's for real. 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 he's real and it's for real. you must take your bibles and the thing sin must be accepted the there the thing said must be accepted the there this is where faith comes This is for true, to real, our authority. There's nobody bigger than that. There's no theory, sets of theories or sets of rules that are too big for the world of God. Can you put close to the people? what has not defined nothing whatever he said has the Bible as a final in fact my thought is this when you come to church and you sit like this the bible should be jamming something in your head this is your judgment that was why he said I write unto you not that you know not the truth but that you know the truth and you know lies of the truth i'm sure first john 2 21 i'm sure that you know i know you know i know you know that's what i'm telling you i know you know <laughs> know that you know and <laughs> It's something you to as final authority. The word of God is the standby. Is the short, is the guarantee. The word of God is the only bastion, the only emporium, the only source of true knowledge. There is nothing outside God's word. Nobody is too big for the word of God. All of us must bear for the word of God. We must owe allegiance to the authority of the scriptures. The candle of the scriptures cannot be set aside for the scriptures cannot be broken, john and defied. The word of God cannot be set aside. It's the word, final authority. If God's word has set it, it settles it. Clear. That's what says it. So, until you have this kind of mental attitude, you are finished. The danger. The danger of not preserving of the faith is very really tragic. Brethren, there are some Christians today who go to church. They pay their fights. They fast. They don't wear earrings. They don't dress well. They are cultured on camps. They look dirty and soiled. They are never soil in any way. They will stay 20 weeks without having their base. Just to preserve the integrity of human order. For the Lord's glory. And they have never met Christ as Lord and Savior. They are not just going to hell. They have been in hell. Children of wrath. Under God's wrath. And they remain so. Salvation is an escape route. It is not a way by God to corner sinners. God is not saying. God is not saying. Hey! Everybody! So, surrender now, surrender, surrender. My name is Jim. I made hell enough. What did they do? Try after six years. I disconfitted Lucifer. Look at you. I can see it. Anyway, surrender if you love church and you give money. Come this way. All others, you are done for. My wrath right upon thee now. That's not it now humanity forbid humanity but the treason of adam and the nature of sin are all under wrath any man born to this world is a son of the devil any man born to this world is born of the nature of sin sin is not about what you do or don't do sin is a nature that is why in bible romans chapter 5 verses 11 through 14 it describes that sin <laughs> all men even over those who have not sinned when a, a child is born to this boy the child is born is sin every baby that does not make Jesus will go to hell that's what the bible says that's a nature of sin that is why you must guard your baby before they die let get them saved you must. Or you have led this soul to earth to hell. The salvation plan of God is redemption. This is what is called redemption. To redeem, to buy again. To buy back. To buy over. It is called salvation because it is God's escape route from the wrath upon the world it is called redemption because God says this is my way of delivering you from the wrath to come God has saved us 1 Thessalonians chapter 1 verse ten, from the wrath to come the word is final authority I'd love to have you ask the question is the Bible saying it show me in the Bible had some arguments, someone says uh, don't let's use Bible I know if it's Bible it will discomfit me I know if it's Bible it will give me, let's use something else what else once the Bible is removed from glare as authority no, no, no discussion that? and I was very very forward When I've encountered men who said, who said, I know it's Bible, you are follow me. I've said, okay, since you don't know anything, now let me teach you. Let me teach you something. Let me teach you. I've said this to people 80 years, eighty-five years, 70 years, you don't know, you don't know anything. Now sit, let me teach you something. And some of them have taken it in good faith, they said, okay, and I've taught them from the word. You are a city on you your way to hell, not just that. You are a member of hell. Christ deliver us by his blood. He sets you he says, it is not about your gray hair, it's about your sin culture that. Yes. Jesus says he can save you now. Yes. Yes. Let God's will be final. I know the Bible says so, but but what? Eh? But what? If God's word, he says so, it says so. He's my kind of guy who says, Well, I've just made a mistake. I've just gone to busy He knows he has made a mistake. The Bible can never make a mistake. He's my kind of guy who says, I know I should have done the right thing, but I made a mistake. because I just the wrong thing? Because the Bible is final authority. That's my kind of guy who says, I sanctify the word of God in my heart. I give God a special place in my thoughts God's word on one side I've just made a mistake against the word of God I have sinned, I have had, I have done something wrong But the word can never sin Let me close Glory be to God Let me close Let me close Let me close now Let me close now Galatians chapter 6 I'm in church Go away. Yeah. Galatians chapter 6 and verse 14. But God forbid that I should glory, say in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom the world is crucified unto me and I unto the world. For in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision, a village, anything nor circumcision, but a new creature, and as many as walk according to this rule, <laughs> Oh God. I've seen that the word with you, that's the word. The canonicity of Bible interpretation as many as walk by this principle. This principle. The principle. It is not what I think is right. It is not what looks like right it is not what looks offensive or doesn't look someone says if it is wrong it can be God if it is right it's God what it as wrong and right someone says if it is sinful it can be God if it is, what it as being sinful because inadvertently what you are doing is that you are using your own principles of definition as God's principles of definition you are reducing his personality you are saying, Lord what I think is right is what you must think is right, now God is saying what I think is right, you don't know anything about it Luke 16 15 he said, ye and they would justify your hearts yourselves but God know at your hearts. that's which is most highly esteemed amongst men is abomination in the sight of God. It's funny. It's funny. It's funny. Isn't it funny? That which is most highly esteemed amongst men is abominable in the sight of Luke 16 15. It's abomination. Very funny. I have heard, ladies and gentlemen, I have heard, I've had that one man's food is another man's poison but i've never really said it as so before I, I i know that some folks here hates rice and plantain but i don't think anybody here will call rice and plantain poison i don't think so i've heard some folks hate pounded yam and they do see it with Expensive Atlantic fish, I know, but nobody will call you poison. Not Chris, not Chris. I mean, and the best, I don't like it. We call you poison. We will call you poison. But God says, What is left in your side is abominable in my own side. It's abominable in my side. That's the way I think it, that's where I sit is not your choice it's my choice you call it good right pleasing acceptable delectable choice especially God says it is abominable as many as walk by this rule the rule of bible the rule and principle of the scriptures peace upon them and mercy and upon the israel Jude and verse 3 The when I gave out Judas to write unto you of the common salvation it was needful for me to write unto you and exhort you that you should all be contend for the faith contend by casting out the genuity of the faith contend for the faith and ladies and gentlemen by realising the word Bible is the final word. Jump to fits and give him glory.